You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, shop time. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Uh, the catch-off here at WEEI is over. Fourier is a winner. Jermaine Wiggins, Chris Scheim, a loser. Holy mackerel. What an upset this morning at um, Boston College. Massive, massive upset over at BC. Hi, Mutt. How are you? Uh, this is just, it's a day here. Uh, I was i was stunned by Wiggy's stunned. performance. Stunned is the word. Yep. Uh, he was a minus 165 favorite, according to my line. Gave him about a 62% chance of winning. Uh, and it turned out Fourier's practice helped. He was over there a couple times. I found out working at the jugs machine. And Wiggy might be washed. Wiggy might be washed. Shine. He went in there super confident. He the first three, I was like, oh, oh, Wiggy wasn't lying. He's not going to drop one. And then I think the swagger and the mental got to him, and it went downhill fast. Yeah, I wonder if it was the crowd, you know, Courtney and Mego doing the announcing, the pressure of the situation. Um, it's it's a tough tough look for him. He did. I, I give him credit. He did not back down from talking a big game beforehand, and uh, now he's got to live with it. And yep. I think it's good for you guys because now you had the. Yeah, this to hold against him. Literally, when everything comes up about him being a great athlete, you lost to a guy who lost an eye, basically. Literally couldn't see. Jugs catching competition, yes. Yeah, that was, that's just, it's tough for Wiggy. I feel bad for the guy, but I love the guy. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, keep, I'll keep riding with my guy Wiggy uh, until the wheels fall off. But, Me too. Uh, you know, I, and I would have bet him. Is. I would have bet him at 160, minus 165, would have laid it. I thought Same. he was that much of a favorite, so if you bet on Fourier at plus 125, you uh, won. I thought you guys did an excellent job as a show. Uh, given the play-by-play. Thank uh, you. All you guys at the station, then uh, obviously people over at BC, Mego and Courtney and uh, the entire cast of characters. And an excellent job by Forey. He's eclipsed $100,000 already. He's got a goal of $300,000 to raise between now and about three thirty today. Uh, whether he gets there or not, and I'm guessing that he will, uh, really good stuff by Forey to raise money for diabetes research. Something They're already almost up to 150000 And that was the number last year was one fifty. So they wanted to double it, and that's their goal. So they got aggressive with it. And uh, if you've not donated listening right now, maybe you don't listen to the station during the day uh, or maybe listen elsewhere, um, you can donate and help Christian Fourier's uh, Crusade for a Cure, diabetes.org slash WEEI. Uh, you can check out WEEI, and I'm sure they'll post a good – is there a video recap already up, Shine, do we know, from the, the feed this morning, or is that going to be later? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's videos everywhere, especially slow-mo oh. videos of Fourier getting hit square in the face. That can be found on Twitter. You can check out the Greg Hill account. I believe Eamon Convey was our uh, good good old camera guy there. Oh, he's, awesome. he's the one that caught the perfect angle of it. Um, so make sure to go check those out on Instagram and on Twitter. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And uh, Fourier, not the only winner in the building. Who was the other winner? Uh, your boy over here, Prince of Pucks, Mutt. We're just we're as locked in as oh, locked in. Oh, your cook. I, I thought you meant the the other thing. Well, we'll get to your bets in a second. I do want to point out. I, I did hear this morning that you claimed on the air of all the producers, you have the best hands. Oh, it's Mutt. It wouldn't I, even it wouldn't even be close. I'm not disagreeing with you, but the bar is set really low. Very true. I, mean, I, I, I don't I, disagree. I, so mentally, I, think... I went through the entire Rolodex. Yep, I think it'd be a legit competition. If Tyler Devitt was still here, nah, Tyler I'd Devitt, kick Tyler's ass. Tyler was a recruited college basketball. Good athlete. for him. He was. He's uh, so. But the, I, and I love my producer Ben Ryan Garvin. 
Across Ben's the a board, golfer, so our friend John gonna... Anderson like can't can't catch a cold. So he has not... a, he has a tough finger to deal with. He's not involved here. Well, so I was also I mean, thinking though, Curtis outside is the of most the athlete, unathletic human being ever, so outside of the win. professional athlete hosts, I could probably beat um, every host except Rich Keefe as well, because yeah, he actually I... played wide receiver in college. Yeah. So I, he would he would he would be my toughest challenge. If it was the actual like like. The, the the bigger the size football, the worse I would be because I, I have little hands. I like, do too. I have, I have little elite, hands, but I know elite, I have no elite, excuse. Elite hand eye, you know. I mean, a legendary. I mean, first ballot Hall of Famer uh, in beard eye, uh, yeah, which oh, is you know on the, on the campus of UCLA. Like, I think I think we probably have an advantage having gone to a school that basically majors in beard eye. Well, and so, so the the professionals always tell you too as a as a kid to to play as many sports as you can. Yeah. Growing up, that's exactly what I did. I was a I was an athlete of baseball. I played soccer for years. I played football. Well, I played. I was a captain on the high school volleyball team for two years. Like I, like I have I have uh, I have progressed well across. I have a good. Base, if you will, of athletic ability oh, uh, that people don't quite understand. Base. Yeah, it's true. I do have a good base. Uh, people and people overlook me because I'm a bit of a hefty guy. But uh, shockingly, I have very good hands. I was a catcher in baseball. I was a tight end uh, in football. Like I, I got some hands, buddy. You are a walk. Not that not that you're hefty, but I, I, I often I've said this to people about you. You're a walking like double IPA ad. Like I looked oh, yeah. with that vest on last week. I'm like that. Oh, you should have seen me today. I got sucking the, down IPAs. I got a blue and weekend. gold flannel on today with with like the trucker hat. Like, oh, I am. I'm a, I am a walking talking ad for a, uh, IPAs, but I am deceptively athletic. Not fast, but athletic in other ways. Again, I, I, I when this gets to spring and or summer, uh, God willing, we're all still at the station. We'll do something. I get these cold months, so I'll admit my I'm no good in this cold weather. I, my hands, I get the. Oh, the I can dabble. The, I, I can't do it. So uh, I look forward to that at some point. Uh, and I, my money certainly will be on you against any other producer well, thank you. Uh, at that station right now. Uh, meanwhile, the Prince of Pucks won again last night. Congratulations. Yes, sir. I t- again, I just uh, death taxes, Prince of Pucks. Walk Easy in, money. place the bets, walk out. You'll you'll have your money in the morning. I, I was set up for an excellent Celtic spot last night. No Brogdon, no Marcus Smart. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. <laughs> and, I, and I was looking at the box. It's like. The, the the bench was eight of thirteen or some scene number. I'm forgetting the number now. I was, I was annoyed looking at the. They, it it can't. I, there'll be a spot to bet against them where Hauser isn't elite from three, and they're not. And Grant will like it. Just their bench beat me. The bench. The bench beat me. Mar- Marcus Smart out. Brogdon out. Tatum didn't play all that well. His off game is still a good game, but he was off. The flipping bench beat me, Shime. I'm not betting against the Celtics. Tell me not to do that next time. Jeez. Yeah, don't. Yeah, I mean, I I, I warned you. I said Eight I can't cents. bet against this team. I can't do it. Uh, and right now, it feels like just bet on the Celtics and the Bruins uh, every single night that they play, and you're gonna come out with positive money in the long run. <laughs> These teams are just en fuego. Oh. Um. All right. So we turn the page tonight. We have. Let's start with the Bruins, since you're on fire with the bees. Perfect. Bree, uh, Bruins in Calgary. Is it there at the Garden tonight? Are we on the road. Uh, no, it is at the Garden tonight. Nice. Uh, Linus we'll Olmark likely to get the start in net for give the Bruins. Give us some winners, please. Yeah, so right off the bat, the the, the pick that I'm locking in immediately uh, is going to be the Bruins on the puck line. They are the most profitable team on the puck line this season, uh, while Toronto is the least uh, profitable. And so I uh, I want the Bruins laying the one and a half at minus 120. Now, that's the that's the one bet I'm confident I'm walking in, placing it, walking out. I'm gonna okay. We're going to cash on that one. The other bet I want to make um, that I've been kind of toying with all morning Linus Olmark getting the start in net tonight for the Bruins has under a two goals against average on the season, uh, and the Flyers have lost four straight. Um, they've only scored more than two goals 
uh, in those four games, uh, I believe twice, one of which was overtime, one of they only scored two goals, the other they only scored one goal in each. Um, so tonight, I think one of the plays I want to make is actually the Philadelphia Flyers team total under one and a half. Wow. Yeah, okay. under one and a half at okay. plus 160. I think Omar is probably going to hold this team under two goals uh, just because of, A, how well he has played this season. B, they have a, they had a lot of rest. They had a few days rest here, so he is fresh and ready to go. So it is currently likely Linus Omar starts. If he is confirmed the starter, I want to place under one and a half goals for the Philadelphia Flyers tonight at plus 160. Uh write this down. All right, so write, I'm, writing, I'm writing these down so I go to New Hampshire later. So yep. give us to, again, go ahead. So uh, Bruins on the puck line, so yep. minus one and a half, minus 120. And then if Olmark confirmed starter, I want the under Philadelphia team total one and a half. Gotcha. Okay, that's, plus that's 160. If, that's if. If Olmark is starting. Yeah, I have to put the if there because if it's Kincaid, I don't want to make that bet because I don't necessarily trust that he's going to uh, hold them under two goals. And if I it is Calgary, Olmark. that was last Thursday. I don't know why Calgary's still in the, bla- uh, the brain. Uh, I think, you know what? Now they think, I think someone in our, I know I know why, a producer who wrote trending copy was definitely, it's, I definitely said flames uh, four times on Tuesday or Wednesday <laughs> on the show. That definitely well, happened now that I think about it. Uh, Flyers, 7 o'clock. So all, Bruins in the puck, uh, 60 minutes. Yep, and under one and a half Flyers goals if Allmark's in net. Yeah, and if you're if you're just looking for something to tack onto a parlay, f- always, always, always feel good about the Bruins uh, money line. If you're just looking, if you're making a like a parlay on Thursday night football tonight, you want a little extra leg. You can make on DK. You can make those crossover parlays. Yep. Tack on the Bruins money line. Um, it, it's minus three forty. So again, it's just like an add on to a parlay. But okay. they are nine and zero at home. They are not going to lose this game tonight, especially if Linus Olmark is in net. There's no shot they lose. So wow, you sound confident in this one tonight. Uh, yeah, I'm very confident in this one. Much more. I'm even more confident in this than I was last night. And we went two and zero last night on Tage Thompson and the Senators uh, over uh, three and a half. So absolutely uh, crushed it. Yeah. Absolutely crushed it. Uh, so you got the Bruins tonight. Uh, Celtics off until uh, tomorrow. And they got a decent, at least on paper, Thursday night football game. Shine. We can. I. I have no updated uh, information for you on the Patriots. I don't know if your opinion has changed at all. I know your big bet right now on the Patriots would be uh, on the over in that game. Any changing opinion? Developing opinion on Patriots Jets Sunday one o'clock? Uh, not at the moment. No, I'm still going over. The Patriots are what three and a half? Is that? Have they been three and a half? It was three earlier this week, it's wasn't been three, it? It's been three all week. Yeah, so uh, if you like the Jets, three and a half is now the time to get back in. Um, I'm still on the over 38 here. It seems to be staying. You get 30, did you get 38 yesterday? Uh, no, I did not. I got 38 and a half, unfortunately. Okay, um, so but I still look- liked over 38 and a half. 38 is now a better number. Um, so if, if you're wanting to bet yeah, the I over. I'm surprised it went down again. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised that, you know, given these two offenses that – uh, the number moved again. I thought you got a really good number at thirty-eight and a half. Yeah, uh, I uh, I'm excited about thirty-eight and a half. I am also confident in thirty-eight. Uh, I'm gonna go back tonight. Uh, I'll probably play like a same game parlay or two just for a little pizza money. Uh, and I will. I can assure you, I will be placing an over bet uh, within those same game parlays. So last Thursday, we loved. Uh, I loved the under uh, in a rainy Thursday night football game outside Carolina and. Atlanta, I don't love it, but the under is still the play, Sean. I mean, yeah, it feels teams, like it. They don't want to play fast. It's the Titans want to run. Like, this is and we, the the dot the the Rogers the Dodgers the the Packers got sped up because they were in chase mode. Yep. Against Dallas last week, They're, it's not going to be like that. They're going to be two teams that want to run the football and and maintain the clock. Like this is this is a classic, like you know, uh, twenty to thirteen game tonight. I, I and that, first and foremost. 
I want to be on the under uh, anywhere near this 40 total between now and uh, kickoff tonight. Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's the right way to play it. Uh, I have some player props I like. I don't have a feel on the game or the total. Um, I like where you're at with the under, but I, I don't personally have a strong feeling on either. I just got a couple player props I like tonight. Well, I'll give you the, the player prop that stands out. I'll make sure it's still there. Because um, I think this, there has been some overreaction to – uh, what Christian Watson did last week, yep. uh, in in my opinion. So uh, his number is forty two and a half right now. Yeah, it's just it, it's too high. The the guy you should bet is the forty eight and a half on Alan Lazard. I mean, he's he's the go to guy for Aaron Rodgers. The Tennessee Titans are the number one heading into Week Eleven. All of a sudden, the number one rush defense DVOA in the NFL, which is what Rabel team do. They they get better as the year goes on. They're number one against the run. They're very tough to run on. I don't think that Dylan and Jones are going to have a field there. I think they have to throw the football. And the Titans give up the fifth, have given up, Shime, fifth most receiving yards to wide receivers this year. Wow. They've given up 1,700 receiving yards. Only team given up more. Ravens, Steelers, Vikings, Falcons. This is the wide receivers only, so this goes just to the stat we're talking about. Uh, they've given up 1,700 yards, uh, two receivers this year, fifth most in the NFL. Uh, receptions, 124, ninth most in the NFL. Touchdowns given up 10, uh, that is again, 11, I'm sorry, fourth most in the NFL. 100-plus yard games against Tennessee Titans, you can do that as well. So I'm going to three of those on the year. So I'm going to be over 48.5 receiving yards for Alan Lazard. That is my favorite prop by far with the under. Now you tell us what prop that you like here, Christian. Uh, so the first one you're going to laugh at me for. Uh, do not do a, uh, Aaron Rodgers over rushing yards. No, 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 no. I, instead, I want to bet on a guy by the name of Chigoziem Okonkwu. Excuse uh, me? Yeah, exactly. Uh, ch- they call him Chig, o- Chig Okonkwu. He is the tight end for the uh, Tennessee Titans. He actually, in the last couple games, has had two catches for 43, four, uh, 41 yards, three catches for 48 yards. His total tonight is only 10.5. Um, they have started incorporating him more. Uh, into this offense, especially because Tannehill and, at the time, Malik Willis uh, against the Chiefs want to check down. They don't want to attack down the field. That's just not what they do. They want to possess the ball. Chickaconku is open in the middle of the field because nobody covers him because nobody knows who he is. Um, and, and so 10.5 to me is too easy, so I want the over on 10.5 for wow. Okonkwu. Would you use some alt lines there? I'll bump it up a little bit. I would. I would even, oh. like, in, in a same-game parlay, even maybe bump that up to, like, like get it, like, 19.5. Okay. I think would be the uh, the stealing for me oh, there. Oh, baby. Yeah, so you can get some good plus money on that. Uh, the other bet that I like uh, as well, uh, A.J. Dillon had a pretty good week last week. He had like 60 yards uh, against the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. I want to fade A.J. Dillon this week, uh, so I'm going to go under 32.5 rushing yards for A.J. Dillon uh, at minus 110. I think that this is Tennessee's run defense has been very, very good. Um, I think this is going to be a, have to be an Aaron Jones, maybe Aaron Jones check down kind of game uh, because I don't think they're going to have a lot of success running the football um, in this game. So I'm going to go with the A.J. Dillon under 32.5 rushing yards. All right, so we have a similar thesis here. Uh, Green Bay is going to have a tough time running. Uh, we want to see some uh, – so you're going to fade their running game. I'm going to instead fade the running game. I'm going to try to accentuate Lazard, who uh, before last week was by far their number, number, number one wide receiver. I mean, Watson, to his credit, had a big game. The first time he drops the ball tonight, uh, Rodgers going right back to Lazard. Yep. So 48.5 seems low to me. I'm back in on Lazard tonight, and uh, I will certainly be focusing on him in the one-game slates as it relates to uh, Daily Fantasy. Uh, anything else on Thursday Night Football here, Chris? Can you give us two hockey bets, or potentially two hockey bets, depending on all Mark starts. Uh, player props for Thursday Night Football. Interesting game. Anything else to the people? 
on this uh, cold Thursday across the Yeah, there's one NFL future bet I wanted to discuss with you that I saw yesterday. Oh, um, how do you do future yes. bets? Okay. So you and I had, were talking yesterday um, about uh, Justin Fields and his success in the running game. Sure. Uh, and I went and looked just because I was curious. To finish the season with the most rushing yards, Justin Fields right now is 30-1. to 1. Now, the, the reason he's so far back in the odds is because he's like 150 yards away from Saquon Barkley or even closer to 200 yards away from Saquon Barkley, and Saquon Barkley has a game on him. But over the last few games, since they have uh, actually started running Justin Fields consistently, he has averaged about 111 yards a game. Oh, it's been unbelievable. So I did some math. I did yep. did out some math. If you take what he has averaged over the last five games, I believe it was, um, and, and then push that through the rest of the season, and yep. I even I even accounted for a bit of regression. So instead of averaging 111, I accounted for 100 yards a game. Yep. If Fields averages 100 yards a game over the next seven games, he's going to end the season with 1,450 rushing yards. Is there a chance? That Saquon Barkley, over the next seven games, or eight games I believe he has actually, averages under 75 rushing yards and isn't able to uh, beat Justin Fields down the stretch. I haven't looked at their game. I would have to. First thing I would do is look at their games. So, yeah. And, so, and, I did and map that. that out and look at the DVOA against the run. I would look at rushing yards allowed by the teams the, the Chicago is going to face here in the second half of the year. If they had a bunch of divisional game shine, I'd be concerned because – Second time around divisional games, as we know, uh, tend to lean under because yep. you've seen a team already once. So, wh- this, uh, you're, you're making. I'm doing back of the napkin, you know, reaction to this question. Yep. Uh, and the odds are thirty to one. So, if you told me you're, it was a pizza money bet, fine. If you were betting real money on this, I would push back on. I think the Giants are going to be in it longer than the Bears, and like he, Saquon is their offense. Like, I, it, and I think there's a chance the. Like, is it crazy to think? Like, the Bears just scored 29 points or more in three straight games and lost all three. They get towards the end of the year, Shime, and they're out of it. They're not a playoff team. And Eberflus is like, you know, I'm not saying bench Justin Fields, but we're not going to be as aggressive in the running game. That, that, that Those are my, my, my concerns would be, I think the Giants will be in it, and Saquon's not going anywhere, and they could easily recognize he's a franchise quarterback, Fields in this case, and not run him full throttle. Like, they can, I, I'm sure they can go to him and say, you're playing today. You're starting. We just need you to be more careful in the running game. You know, we're, we're, we're eliminated from playoff contention. We're thinking about the future. He'll start thinking about the future. So those are my two main concerns. Talent's not the concern. The yeah. scheme they're running right now is not the concern. So if you told me, like, he's got to average you know, the, 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 that the rest of the way, sure, by the way, there's, there's, there's probably a spike week. I mean, the, the team they're playing this week in particular, the, Falcons. the Atlanta Falcons, are terrible against the run. Both oh. him and David Montgomery like, there's going to be a lot of cash teams in Daily Fantasy that are going to start with those two players and say, I'm going to get a combined 250 yards rushing and three touchdowns between these two, and I'm just going to get out of the way because Atlanta sucks out loud against the running game. Oh, and they still have the Lions to play, by the way, in Detroit. So he's going to have another 100-plus rushing yards in that game as well. And so, like, that's that's kind of my thought is there's a couple games in here where he could easily have spike weeks. Um, and, and you look at the Giants' schedule – they have the Cowboys, Commanders, Eagles, Commanders, Vikings, Colts, and Eagles. The only two non-division games they have are the, the uh, one-loss Vikings and the Indianapolis Colts, who the one thing they've done well all season is be good against the run. So 
I, I, looking at the schedule and then looking at how well Justin Fields has played as of late, I, I just thought the thirty okay. to one is just really fu- friendly odds. I, I hear you, but you're focusing on the wrong guy in this list. The the guy you should be worried about is Derrick Henry. Like I I I, mm. I, I would be much more worried about Derrick Henry because this is what they do. Remember, you get to November, December, and Vrabel. Did you see the video a couple weeks ago? I forget who they beat. And, and they went into the locker room, and Vrabel's like, you know what the difference is between us and everyone else? We have expletive Derrick Henry. Like, they are going to feed him like crazy in the next two weeks, so, two months, because they're still in it. So, to me, I'd be much more worried about Henry beating me than I would be Fields. But on this list, people that aren't looking at it like I am, Barkley, Henry, Chubb, Jacobs, Pierce, Fields. Then after that, Aaron Jones, Dalvin Cook, Travis Etienne. Like I, I wouldn't be worried about any of those guys behind him. It would be a, a one with a bullet, Derrick Henry. Uh, two, Saquon Barkley. And then after that, like Pierce is a rookie. He's going to hit a rookie wall, Damon Pierce. Josh Jacobs, who the hell knows? He's you slowed know, down I, massively of late. Yeah, and I don't. we'll see how Josh plays. They could be in a spot, position where they're tanking, too. We're trying to get the number one spot. So we'll see how aggressive they are. Uh, and Nick Chubb still splits time. Like Nick Chubb also, like he's the one in here, like yards per carry. He's got to be leading. He's only oh yeah, he's five point seven yards per carry. He's thirty eight carries behind Barkley, but he's only twenty seven yards behind Barkley. Yeah. So his efficiency is just outrageous. Off the, root, off the charts. Yeah, and I agree. I, there's, so in in the it'd be actually now that I'm looking at it now Henry Chubb Saquon in that order would be my my three my three worries and concerns. And then obviously there's the they shut down fields, um, backs obviously more you know, percentage chance they get hurt. Whatever that chance is, it's it's certainly slightly better than. Um, oh, they're probably similar than to a running back. I don't want to say it's like more likely that he's going to get hurt versus one of these running backs because running backs get hurt all the time too. So uh, at thirty to one, yes. What what, what, what were the odds on Derrick Henry? Uh plus two twenty five. So two to one. Yeah, Derrick Henry's two to one. Barkley is just shy of three to one. Chubb is three to one. And Fields is thirty to one. Yeah, exactly. That's and that's kind of what what yeah, the whole reason the I liked it against each other. Yeah, again, I mean, you've you like just me to put a couple bucks on like the way he's that, running so. right now, the efficiency he has had, the the possible spike games he can have down the stretch here, the difficult schedule a guy like Saquon's going to have. Derrick Henry's already at two hundred and two carries, by the way. So but like, it, but it doesn't matter. But for him, I can go back and check his carry logs. It doesn't matter. They just feed the guy. I I understand that, but at the same time, like he got hurt last year. Yep. That's true. I, I guess there's he's a favorite. To, I think he's well, him and Barkley are one in one way won it for the comeback player of the year award. Yeah, so I means. just I that lingers in my head of a possible injury to to either of these guys, and so like I just I, I felt like thirty to one. I had to bring it to you and, and see how you felt about it. At thirty to one, it's definitely playable, and and so so you, the I'll play devil's advocate myself. Yes, they could shut him down and tell him to calm down late in the year when they're well out of it. Right, that could yep. happen. They've also I've also seen coaches do stupid things like, "Hey, Justin, let's get you the rushing leader title for the year." Yeah, like th- that that exists, and the Bears don't seem like a real smart organization at times. So you could also get the push of like, let's say he goes nuclear against Atlanta this weekend and gets to like twenty yards behind one of these guys. Then the Bears start thinking, "Huh, can we get Fields to be the leading rusher in the NFL this year? How great would that be?" And by the way, it doesn't mean it means jack shit. Yep, but these guys. But it makes them uh, look good a little bit. Matt, remember Matt Rule a year ago, one of my favorite NFL coaching stories ever. Matt Rule challenged Sam Darnold to rush for seventy-eight yards in a game, just a random number, 
and he got hurt and hurt his hip trying to chase that number late in the game. So coaches are stupid. Teams are stupid. So factoring in uh, that aspect of it, 30-1 to 1 is very appetizing for pizza money. Absolutely. I would not talk you off that bet. If you told me, hey, I'm betting 25% of my bankroll on this, I'd say yeah, you're no. an idiot. But, you know, what, whatever. I mean, who knows? I don't know. Your pizza money might be down. Your, your pizza money unit might be down after your roulette uh, episode this past weekend. But I would say, yes, pizza money bet. And it's also a fun bet, too. So you're rooting against the, one of those athletic quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, for me, this is a $10 bet to win 300 That's kind of where my head's at. Because he can't, he can't win the MVP, right? No, He's not, absolutely he not. And that's why, that's so why we talked about this Lamar yesterday. With that. Yeah, not I'm, not, I'm not betting against, I'm not betting on him to win an MVP. We talked about this yesterday. There's, this, there's no shot he can be in the conversation. Because even if they sneak into the playoffs, his team still won't be good enough for him to get an MVP vote. So that's why I look at this and I'm like, oh, this is far more uh, achievable. And it's a very juicy number. Yeah, and by the way, he's 250 to 1. So the market knows, too, he can't win the MVP. Mm-hmm. He can't. Um, one other thing I want to look at while you're talking about this. I'm actually surprised. Like, I, I thought there was a chance, given his rushing total, to be low. He's 80 to 1 to win Offensive Player of the Year? Yeah. Hmm. hmm. Also, hmm. Yeah, so the other question I have, too, is, why is Tyreek Hill not the favorite to lead the league in receiving yards? I've not looked at the numbers. You tell me about how far. Where, where Justin is Jefferson is plus one fifty. Tyreek Hill is two to one. Like Tyreek Hill has a hundred, uh, almost a hundred yards on this guy, and like has been electric in almost every single game. Does he have one more game in hand? I didn't look. Ooh, that that may be why. Hold on, let me check. Tyreek Hill's also on 81 catches versus 69 for Jefferson. So he's yeah. Yet, but yeah, I'm trying to see here. But again, Tyreek Hill just gets funneled targets. Well, I think well, what also happened was that catch. The, there's narratives. When you make a catch of the year, catch of the decade, there's, no, they, there's both, narrative. Both teams have had their bye. Minnesota well, in week seven, and then Miami a couple weeks ago, I think. Yeah, it's one. I mean, it's, I think Cup is out of it now with the injury. So cross line through him. It's one of those, let's say, plus 150 and 200? Yeah. Huh. I, 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 I would agree with you on that. I, I would tend to agree. I'm surprised right. by that. Okay. Come back. Right. I'll have to look year. at that. Saquon Barkley, minus 115. Geno, yeah. minus 110. Derrick Henry's 20 to 1. <laughs> what if Derrick Henry wins the rushing title? I, I, it's also a narrative award, too. And he did give us some time at the end of last year. Yep. This is a fu- it's a fun exercise, Shime. I'm glad you put us onto this. Thank and, you. And I, I, I think you should t- take full credit for it. Um, for five or ten bucks, you get to root for one of the more fun quarterbacks to watch in the NFL, right? And now. especially for anybody out there cool. who has him on their fantasy team, it's just more reason to root for him. Toss five bucks on him to win a hundred and fifty. Like you take that payout every single time, and you get to root for an extremely likable and fun player. All right, so when you're looking at this, Shine, people that are, because we're talking about DraftKings real quick, where do people find this um, in the DraftKings app? So if you go to the NFL tab in the DraftKings yep. app, you, there's a like a bar at the top that starts with, uh, I think it's Game Lines, Quick SGP. Scroll right on that. What tab are you looking for there? So you're looking for the Player Futures tab. Okay. And then it'll pop up another menu, and you want to look for Most Rushing Yards. And that is where it will be. Yeah, I mean, I, it, 
30 to 1 is a very, 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 very fair price when you're looking for just some fun money. Because you can start to eliminate some of these guys here on this list. Mm-hmm. But those top three in Henry, Barkley, and Chubb in some order, like that would be tough to topple, right? And that, yeah, and that's why he's getting, thirty getting, to one. But you're, you're getting, getting paid, the value for it. You're getting paid for it, right? Yep, exactly. That's really interesting. Like I'm just saying, like for anybody out there who has been listening to the Prince of Pucks, you want a couple extra bucks at some point because of these games. If you win tonight, say say you win tonight with the Bruins, just take those winnings. Stick it on Justin Fields. Just a little right. portion of those winnings, stick it on Justin Fields. You could also, by the way, uh, put a couple bucks on him to throw the most picks this year. He's 18-1, to 1, which that could happen, too. Yeah, true. You could he's also do that for Mac Jones. I think he's like 15 He's to 1. also 18-1. to 1, Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm li- I literally had like a stop. I had to get out of here at 1040, and this was so interesting, I blew right through it. <laughs> so I need to go. Subscribe, rate, and review Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Odyssey app. Uh, we are not back tomorrow, Shime. Nope. Uh, we're, take- we're off on Friday. We are going to do a full uh, video and audio podcast, props and picks, Saturday morning. Uh, do we set a time? Can we say 1030? Does that work for 1030 you? 1030 works splendidly. 1030 to about 1115 gets me, uh, helping to get, get, get my son to a birthday party and a basketball. So that will be chef's kiss great. So Perfect, because we'll be I have uh, Thanksgiving at my father's at one. So Oh, how do you do a little yep. early Thanksgiving? Oh, yeah, every year. Uh, and we had a full, as we said, if you missed the show yesterday, go back and listen. We, at the end of the show, we talked about we're going to do a lot of shows. Uh, Thanksgiving week, folks. You're yep. not going to miss uh, any of these picks. Subscribe, rate, review, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Odyssey app. Shine will talk a Saturday morning live on Twitch for a live podcast, Props and Picks, 10.30 a.m. We'll talk to you then. Thanks, buddy. Can't wait. Matt, see ya.